Welcome to the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session where we talk about all things guitar related. My name is Dr. T and I am not a licensed therapist, but I play one on a podcast. Today on the Tweed Couch we are counseling on 100th episode celebration. It is hard to believe that nearly three years ago I started a podcast because all of my bookings had been canceled and I missed my music friends. Now that the gigs have started to return, I thought about stopping this podcast and moving on with life. But when I returned to gigging, what I did not expect was a stronger connection with the people that I talk and play with a handful of times a year. Of course, there have been some frustrations, time constraints, thoughts of quitting, and naturally exhaustion, but overall, I love my music community has now spread throughout the world into your music community. I have gained great support from new friendships with people that I would have never met, like Ohms in Hawaii, Ramsafoto, and Steve from Kentucky. You guys rock, and I thank you for your encouragement. But what is my co-host's favorite thing about the podcast? Has anything been learned? Who is their favorite of the co-hosts? Do they have any more final thoughts? And what possessed me to ask these people to group guitar therapy? Well, we will discuss this and more on this 100th episode group therapy session with Barbara, John, Lloyd, Beth, Jeremy, Paul, Chris, Nick, Owen, and Jason on the Tweed Couch. I cannot believe that I got all 10 of these people in one episode. When I started all of this, I wanted to do video, but I was advised to try my hand at podcasting instead. People say it's easier, less time-consuming, and you can make it as long or as short as you want. Little did I know that my perfectionist side would not allow me to just talk for 15 minutes and then post. I needed a script, a time to process what I wanted to say and if I really meant it. I have done 15 podcasts solo, and I hope I never do another one solo again. Each podcast I do by myself takes 15 to 30 hours of prepping, scripting, editing, and doubting that I am even saying what I want to say. Believe it or not, it takes less time for me to do a YouTube video than it does to do a podcast by myself. This is why a co-host is so important. When someone talks with me, the time I spend on a podcast prepping, scripting, editing, recording, and proofing is between 5 to 12 hours about a third less time than doing it by myself. So, here's what we are going to do today. I am going to ask all 10 of my co-hosts the same four questions in a rapid fire, but when I ask the question, I will tell you, and they have no idea I'm doing this, why I picked them to have a seat on the couch and a voice to the world. So, let's get started with Barber. I met Barbara while on tour with Lynn. When we first met, he was young, pretty green to touring, loved guitar, and played it left-handed. One of my favorite memories about when I first met him was when I commented on his hairstyle. He swore by the hairspray brand Tresemme. A few hours later, he came back from the store just outside the venue with a bottle for me. I agree, the hairspray is nice. But the reason why I carry this brand in my travel bag has everything to do with how it reminds me of Barber and less to do with how it makes my hair look. Of course, that isn't the reason I chose Barber to be a co-host on the Tweed Couch for a total of 10 times so far. The reason I chose Barber is because of his passion, his perspective, and the fact that I never really know what he is going to say. He has an empathy and a compassion that is always upfront and never faked. He is genuine in his feelings at the moment and a great leader who listens but also pushes when needed. His blues rock playing style, phrasing, obsession with guitar, depth of personality, and genuine desire to serve makes my buddy Barber a clear choice to have a seat with me on the couch. Let's ask the four questions. Well, for the 100th episode, I think that I should go ahead and ask you a few questions. So, Barber. What is your favorite thing about the podcast? I love that you have different voices. It's not just you and another guy talking. You got different people, and and I love, and many of them are my very good friends. It's cool to hear people that I don't hear a lot, and 
I've always learned something. Every time I've every podcast, even if it's something I feel like I'm super knowledgeable about, I've learned something. Well, okay. So then to go to that, then what have you felt that you've learned? Is there something that you went, oh, that was an aha? Mm. That's it. Any of those that ever showed up? Oh, it was, it was a while ago, but I really not necessarily learned, but there was an, like a new appreciation for. You did one with John about like front of house and like production and stuff. And that was just really cool to just hear it from his perspective, a guy that manages all that stuff. So I, just, I feel like I just learned a yeah. lot of little just niblets and, and, and nips of that. That was cool. So next one, who is your favorite co-host of all the people who have been on? Because we've had a ton. Yeah. It's got to be Lloyd. Come on. Ugh. I love that dude. Yeah. It's been too long since I've seen him. So it's it's just great to hear his voice. And there's just such a very distinct sensibility. And just he he is, there's no one else like Lloyd. And, and it's just, yeah, he's great. I love hearing him. All right. So time for our last one, which is final thoughts about whatever. Do you have any final thoughts you want to share? I think it's crazy and awesome that you've done 100 episodes. I've probably listened to almost everyone and I and I've loved it and it it's a great way to stay connected to you and we don't connect as much as I would like. So yeah. I am thrilled that you've been able to do this and that it's very obvious that you still love it. So I'm excited for the next 100. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll start doing video podcasts by then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Maybe there'll be holograms. Probably. Yeah. Probably by that point. That's just it. We'll be on Mars. Yep. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Barber. The first time I met John was on the road with internationally renowned speaker Bob Lenz. John was a road manager in training. I had no idea that he was a drummer or a sound guy. Years later, I played on stage with him because we were both hired guns. He is a phenomenal drummer with a great sense of time, tastefulness, and musicianship. On top of all of that, he knows how to handle people in the moment. I've seen him diffuse an emotional bomb seconds from disaster. He is a master of calming the situation. I feel like an infomercial, but that's not all. Wait, there's more. John is a magnificent sound engineer, businessman, road manager, roadie, and isn't too shabby at rhythm guitar either. He cares, he loves, he strives, he is my bandmate at times, my boss at times, my colleague at times, but above all, he is my friend. We are better for knowing John, and this is why he has been here on the couch 11 times so far. Here is his response to the four questions. Well, John, thanks for being on here because this is our 100th episode, and I have a few questions I'd like to ask you. The first one is, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? I think this might be the reason why you started it in the first place is during the pandemic, we were all separated. Whether I'm on here talking to you like I am now, or I'm listening, I'm hearing my friends, I'm talking to my friends, I'm interacting with my friends, whether I'm actually part of that therapy session or not. I just love that connectivity that we all get. And I always come away knowing something. I always leave better than when I came in, whether I'm listening or we're having a conversation like we are now. So what have you felt that you've actually learned through this whole thing, or even maybe while listening to the podcast? You know, I think I need a man cave. I need my own corn crib might be the way to do that. Mm -hmm. I have a warehouse, which is not the same thing. It could be. My (laughs) wife probably thinks it's the same thing. Uh, But I... You do have a warehouse, don't don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But but I don't get to sit in it and enjoy my instruments in there. No, you just stack Uh, them all up. It is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I have one drum kit literally like in the storage room in my basement that I use for rehearsal and that's it. It's just not, it's not my own space, but you know, we'll get there. Um, (laughs) As I've listened, you know, obviously there's the educational things. I love, you know, when you guys did like a deep dive into like Marshall amps. Oh yeah. The difference between Frankenstrats and tallies and is a Telecaster a Telecaster just because it's shaped like a Telecaster? Yeah. Like, just hearing the debates on those types of things is always great. I love that. I love hearing that stuff. The expertise of all the other people and even the dissenting opinions, right? Like, we all, at some level, we're all friends. We all kind of know, yeah. uh, you know, we know who all the people that are on the couch here. And we all have d- different opinions on different things, whether it's what kind of guitar you use or 
amplifiers or how to set things up and all that stuff. It's all there's there's difference of opinions, but at the end of the day, everybody's right. I think I think everybody's right. So. Yeah. So here is my next question: Who is your favorite co-host? So to say everybody would be a cheap answer, right? Like I'm not allowed to do that. But no, <laughs> uh, I do have two. I may not have favorite, but I have co-favorites. I loved the bourbon talk with Nick. I think that was great hearing wow, okay. someone who doesn't play guitar talk about bourbon and music and and all that type of stuff. And I also like I liked Beth's conversations because I think she's an industry professional. She's a front person of a band, and yet I don't think she feels super confident about all of the things in guitar. Yeah, but she knows it. She does it. She she lives it. She plays it. She's mm-hmm. she's out there. She's one of my favorite people, so so we're good there, too. Oh, absolutely. All right, so last question. Final thoughts about whatever? Oh, man, you know, I've been challenged every time that we do this, the prep work, mm-hmm. having these therapy sessions and trying to think about every word that comes out of your mouth, does it actually mean something, or are you just making it up as you go along? Yep. Which is what I'm doing right now, because I, I actually didn't write anything down for this one, because I wanted to just have it word vomit a little bit, but... Yeah, I think as a collective of people who have done these therapy sessions with you, going back to the reason that this whole thing started when you wanted to just reach out and talk to people and and share thoughts and and connect, you've certainly done that. And I think kudos for you for keeping it going and having a wish to do a podcast and to have these therapy sessions. And to everyone that's been on, everyone that joins you on this journey it's been fun to be one of them and it's been fun to, uh, you know, have these conversations. It's you and I, I mean, we live on opposite North and South of the country. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, Barbara lives out, out East and Jer lives, yep. you know, West of me and, you know, Jason's close, but even as you said last time, it's not like you're sitting in a room doing it together. Nope. So it's connecting with people who don't get to do it all the time. And it's given us this opportunity to hear from people. I mean, Lloyd getting the virtual tour of his corn crib, Oh, yeah. In a podcast was great. You know, I'm actually with him this weekend as I'm recording this, but he's at the same event that I'm at. And uh, it's great to see him and, and do these things every once in a while. But I feel connected to him and to you every time I listen every week. And I think it's, you know, it strengthens those friendships and those bonds. And it's something that's great to be a part of. So that's awesome. All right. Well, thanks for being a part of this. Until next time. Thank you, Dr. T. Until next time. What is there to say about Lloyd that hasn't already been said in a podcast? The term kindred spirit has been used a number of times. We generally are striving to find the same tones and the same knowledge. I don't know if there is another guitar player out there that gets me, my style, and my search for tone more. I met Lloyd in 1992 when he was my youth director. At this time, he was fresh out of college, he had already done two year-long music tours, and he took my brother under his wing and convinced him to join a band for a year, which then stemmed into pretty much the rest of his life. This in turn showed me an avenue to do the same, but only after I got a call from Lloyd to join his band on stage at a youth event. Playing on stage was unlike anything I had ever known, and at this point, I was bit. I caught the virus. I knew what I wanted to do. The next year, Lloyd took me out on my first music tour at 19 years old for about six weeks. Those are still some of the best memories I have on the road. I could go on for days about Lloyd, but there is no reason to because it comes out in all 13 and a half that we have podcasted so far. And so it only makes sense that he sits here on the couch sometimes with a cigar, and joins me in therapy. Here are the four questions. All right, Lloyd, let's go ahead and do the 100th episode questions. And the first question I have for you is, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? My favorite thing is, as you know, I love to talk gear. Mm, Tanya does not like talking about gear. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so... (laughs) <laughs> she is such a gracious listener mm-hmm. to me as you know as we try it you know it goes both ways there are times where you just kind of you, you got to force it a little bit you know until mm-hmm. it becomes real she's a master at that and so she yep. loves that you want to call me up 
to come sit down on your couch and to talk about gear because then I don't talk to her about it. Thank you for saving our marriage. You're welcome. For sure. Yep. Good therapy. All right. Next question is, what have you felt you have learned? When you asked me that question, the first thing that popped in my mind was, wow, I do not take care of my gear nearly as well as I should. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen to you, you endorsing that time talking about uh, um, care and maintenance and cases. And I'm like, man, there's got to be like a social services that's going to come in and they're going to rescue all my gear away from me because I'm (laughs) neglecting it. (laughs) GPS gear protective services. Uh, They're coming. (laughs) Going to have to lock the door. Because I know it. Yeah. All right. Let's do the next one, which is, who is your favorite co-host? Uh, Martin. Martin <laughs> is my favorite. When Martin comes on this show, he is going to be so good. So I go with Martin. You can't pick Martin. You have to pick someone we already had. <laughs> I don't like that question. Okay. Think back on the therapy sessions. You pick. Who's your favorite co-host? Steven, these are our friends. I know they're our friends, but the point you is... You want me to pick... You want me to label, you're a better friend than this friend. That's what you want me to do right here? <laughs> this is not junior high. Okay. <laughs> pick two then. John picked two. Uh, you picked okay. two. You want me to, okay. Um, all right. Uh, it kind of goes to question one, where I said, uh, being able to talk gear. Also, I love listening to... I know most of the people that you are doing the podcast with, and these are my friends, and I love that. I love listening to them. Um, so uh, probably the guy I didn't know as much about that I really enjoy listening to hearing his insight into things is probably John Doherty. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't mean I don't like the rest of you just as much. But yeah, Stephen made me understandable, pick. understandable. Okay. okay, so our last one that we have is final thoughts about whatever. So, what final thoughts do you have about whatever? My final thought was I realized that I very rarely have a final thought. I think I exhaust <laughs> everything that I have to say, and then you come back and say, "Okay, what's your final thought?" I'm like, "Uh, mm, I, I don't, I don't know," and I very rarely do. <laughs> you know what just like a good showman you leave it all out on the table when people say encore you go what do i know (laughs) it's not it's not being a great showman it's just that i never expect an encore (laughs) and i'm shocked Uh, when i get one ah, thanks lloyd i appreciate it all right I first saw Beth at Camp Cairo in Minnesota. I remember the feeling I had when I saw how tight the band was, how easy they worked together, and especially how confident she acted on stage. The feeling was envy. It was everything I had hoped to achieve in the band that I was just starting. A few days later, I met her in Lee Valley, South Dakota, and I got to know her better. A brilliant mind, great musicianship, and a stellar ear. Years later, I'd see her doing her thing solo as girl with guitar. Great charisma, excitement, and a desire to serve and entertain. Now, nearly 25 years later, we have grown in a similar direction even though we are a thousand miles apart. She manages festival stages, teaches the youth in her area, is a musician at her church, as well as plays with her current band at youth events all across the country and puts her family first above all else. She was a clear choice to have come join me on the couch three times for a fantastic girl with guitar perspective. It is my honor to ask the four questions to my friend, Beth. Well, Beth, thank you for being here for the hundredth episode questions. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. Are you ready to get rapid fire? I'm ready, and congratulations on getting this far. It's been a fun journey. So Yeah, it has. All right, so here we go. First okay. question is, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? My favorite thing about the podcast is getting to hear all the different perspectives on gear, 
on tone, on things you should do when you travel, and just the variety of voices and ideas that you can hear and gain from. That's been the best part of following your podcast. Awesome. So what have you felt you've actually learned in this process of the podcast or in just listening to it? Well, in all honesty, when I sat down for my, maybe it was my first therapy session with you and we, Mm -hmm. it was one of the first ones and we talked about the Telecaster and how to build that Telecaster and what I wanted. And I think I learned a lot from you, Dr. T, about what (laughs) I want in a guitar. Um, And since that podcast, since that uh, time we chatted, I have added to my collection a variety of non-humbucker guitars with, you know, versatile (laughs) pickups and single coil. And I've really grown to appreciate just the different tones that the different types of guitars have and the different flavors that they have. And, and I don't know that I would have branched out had I not, you know, sat down with you and had a conversation. And so thank you. And um, I think that's, that's one of the biggest things I've learned is just kind of to appreciate the differences and diversity in, in my guitar collection. And so, yeah, there you go. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so here's the next one. And I'm going to put a restriction down. And this restriction okay. is you cannot pick your husband for this question. Okay. And that is, who is your favorite co-host? Gosh. You know, I'm probably not going to be alone when I say this, but I enjoy when you talk with Jason because I feel like you guys okay. have such a history and the stories that you tell are just kind of funny and fun to listen to. He's also the guy that you have on the most. So I think we, we get to True. hear the most of those uh, those stories between the two of you guys. But I have really enjoyed that. This entire time that I've been chatting with you, I have been conscientious of listening to my Midwestern accent. So there you go. <laughs> That's for you, Jason. <laughs> so. Consequently, oh, I did not so grow good. up in the Midwest. I grew up in Maryland and I have acquired... I know. <laughs> it just, it just we talked about that. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. So last question, and that is final thoughts on whatever. I just think that I'm highly impressed. Just thinking back to the very first time I met you on the deck at Lee Valley Ranch mm-hmm. way back in the year 2000. Yeah, 2000. I feel like that's a good place to insert a little snippet of Conan O'Brien. But um, yeah. <laughs> I just, I have to say that I am proud for you for uh, getting this far. And, um, you know, as somebody who I like to play guitar, I don't know that I could sit down a hundred times and have a hundred conversations about different things with guitars. (laughs) And yet you've somehow managed to make what to me seems like a, I don't know, a relatively simple topic seems so rich and full of interesting things. So well done. And I have learned a lot and I have enjoyed being a part of this. And I wish you a hundred more episodes. Oh, well, thank you very much. All right. Until next time. I met Jeremy 25 years ago. He is an amazing bass player with a great personality. I know. A bass player with a personality. Go fig. We would see each other on occasion, but other than his playing, nothing spectacular really came of it. If this is all there was to the story, then we'd be done. But 15 years ago, he and some others asked me to join on helping run a Christian music festival, Life Fest. In this time, I worked alongside Jer. We sweat, we built, we planned, we divided, we conquered, we drank a beverage in our lawn chairs to debrief. And then we did it all again the next day. If I could pick one word for Jeremy to describe him, it would be devoted. To his family, to his friends, to his work, you name it. In that moment, home, work, fun, friendship, counsel, prayer, he is there giving all he has and asking the questions that make you think. No wonder he is here with me on the couch, and no wonder why he hasn't had more time to join me more than once. Here are the four questions with my friend, Jeremy. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for being here for the 100th episode, and I got a few questions for you. Are you ready? All right. Shoot. Okay. Rapid fire. First one is, what is Mm -hmm. your favorite thing about the podcast? I like to learn more about the workings of a guitar player's mind, because (laughs) I don't really think through things nearly that much to where it's the, you know... 
getting that last 1% of tone requires so <laughs> much more work. It's it's amazing. As a bass player, I got to tell you, I just pick up a bass and start playing and it works. And I, yeah. boy, I don't think about it. It's like learning a foreign language. It's great. Yeah. I am so glad we can help you with uh, your reconnaissance on figuring this out. <laughs> All right, let's do our next one, which is what have you felt you learned throughout this whole process? I've learned an awful lot, actually. Like that whole, you know, the whole ongoing series you guys have on Novo guitars. I, you know, that spawned a whole thought about boutique guitar makers that I hadn't mm. really thought to to look into. And it's led me down many a YouTube rabbit hole about, you know, smaller boutique guitar makers and, and yeah. things to the point that I'm now working with Martin Kretzman of Kretzman Guitars yeah. on getting a fabric top base made. Yes. Like the old Paisley yeah. style kind of thing. That's oh, right. That's cool. That's right. Very I think it's going to cool. be really neat. Yeah. All right, here's the next question. And this one has a limitation to it. And the limitation is you cannot pick your wife. And the question is, who is your favorite co-host? Okay, my favorite co-host, because I can't say my wife, is my bandmate, uh, Beth Dorsing. Um, No, stop that. That is your wife. Oh, Oh, right. Shoot. I gave Uh, her the same limitation, (laughs) so you don't have to feel bad. Uh, you know, honestly, my favorite co-host is Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd brings up some really, I've known Lloyd for a long time. Lloyd is a fairly soft-spoken man. He's a man of the earth who lives in a cornfield in Southern Illinois. He builds things with his hands and is Mm -hmm. also has some of the most heady thoughts that, you know, uh, he is a very, very deep man and a very yep. wise man. I have enjoyed the times that you've had him on as a co-host. Yeah. All right. Last one. And this is dangerous for you. Final thoughts about whatever. Final thoughts about whatever. What the heck, Wyoming? <laughs> what What took you so long? I mean, seriously, I know. I know. do you not? I mean, listen, I've been through Wyoming. There's nothing going on there. You got to drive for hours and hours and there's only four <laughs> radio stations. You know, this podcast would help. Why is yeah. it taking so long? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Stupid Wyoming. But they finally made it. They finally made it. So we're yeah, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. So I, I, I guess maybe I'm holding a grudge. I, I just, I just, I just, I expected better out of Wyoming. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, Wyoming. Yeah. Oh, that's, you don't want to disappoint you here. No. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here for the 100th episode. Until next time. All right. Peace. If you are looking for a way to help support the Tweed Couch and it costs no money to you, then check out our YouTube channel and become a subscriber. Also, you can tell someone about the podcast and share an episode with them. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Here's another sponsor. Are you wanting to join a party with a purpose? If you love music and camping, then come to LifeFest in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I'll see you there. Here's our last sponsor. Since 2003, the Kretzman Guitar Company has been repairing and building guitars. In 2021, Kretzman started a production of a solid body electric guitar for anyone student to expert. You can check them out at kretzmanguitars.com. My brother Paul has been on the Tweed Couch only once in person, but if I'm being more accurate, he has been in all 100 episodes. As a kid in elementary school, I thought that he played guitar like a virtuoso. By the time he hit high school, he had fabulous tone, a great ear, and a strong desire to learn. I remember hearing him press play on the tape, stop, rewind, play, stop, try the lick, Rewind, play, stop, try again. Diligence is what I would describe it as. Although at times I felt like he was too hard on me in my musical journey, I realize now that he was doing what he has always done. Protected me from making the mistakes he had seen himself or others make. He is my number one musical mentor. I am his number one fan. Oh, let's just stop. Ask the four questions before this gets sloppy.
Well, Paul, thank you for making it for the 100th episode. I, I know it's difficult for you to find some time to record, find some ability to record, and I really appreciate it. No, yeah, no problem. That's, I was going to say, it's probably more what uh, equipment I have at my disposal <laughs> right. at the moment. So I'm going to ask you these four questions, a little bit of rapid fire. I'm not going to really respond back. Just go ahead and give me your answers. So question okay. one, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? I would say that my favorite thing about the podcast is that it, I think it's delve into some subject matter that is something that maybe wasn't like as prevalent on my radar. There are things that John and, and Jeremy being people who are, who are not guitar players, but like in that sound light and production world and everything, mm -hmm. you know, that that's information that I have, have not explored as much. And then it's always good too to get like other people's, I mean, obviously always talking to guitar players and who are different from you and play, play different genres than you getting right. their different take on things and, and some gear that maybe hasn't been quite on my radar. Like I haven't really looked into things like a Kemper you know, or whatever. And, and you talk about mm -hmm. that quite a bit and stuff. And so things like that might come up. That's like, uh, I guess I really, I haven't spent any time with that. Maybe I should look into that, you know? So that's, I like, I like it for those things. What have you felt you have learned? Oh gosh. Uh, what have I learned specifically? I mean, other than things specifically, like I, what I said in the last thing, um, I have learned that I need to purchase more left-handed guitars and flip them over right-handed, I think. <laughs> um, Shots fired, Barber. And, Shots uh, fired. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's know. go to the next one. <laughs> okay. Who is your favorite co-host? Favorite co-host? You know, you, you just don't get a better human being in the world than Lloyd Garlts, I don't think, um, in true. general. But at the same time, Jason and I go back a, a, a long time, way before this podcast and before even you guys being friends, because we went to school yeah. together and, and we worked together during college and stuff. And so it's always great to hear his voice and, and hear him talk about music gear, because he, he's actually responsible for a couple pieces of gear that I still own today. Mm -hmm. and was part of that journey and part of those stories and stuff. And so um, it's always to think that all these years later, we're still talking about gear and everything. Just saw recently a video by uh, Tom Bukovac. He was asking Vince Gill what his favorite guitars were. And it was always yeah. the ones with the sentimental value. You know, it wasn't that they had monetary value or whatever yeah. and stuff. And so it's like, how can I pick a, a favorite co-host with all these great people who have come on here and yeah. like Beth and Jeremy? And so I'll go with the uh, the nostalgic and sentimental value that I that I have when I hear you and, and Jason talking guitars. All right. Last one. Final thoughts about whatever. Final thoughts about whatever. Here's something really random. Unlike you. I do have a left handed Martin. <laughs> that I flipped right-handed mm -hmm. because I found it for such a good deal at a guitar store and everything yep. that it was cheaper for me to flip it over right-handed than to buy another acoustic guitar with a pickup in it and stuff. But uh, it's a dreadnought body. It's completely symmetrical. Like yes. literally, if you got a left-handed version of this guitar or a right-handed version of this guitar and flipped it over left, it would look exactly the same. You know, aside from the nut and the saddle and the pick guard, that's the only thing that makes it a left-handed <laughs> guitar. It doesn't have a cutaway, nothing or whatever. So I, I did flip a left-hander over to a right-hander, but uh, it's it is a symmetrical dreadnought body guitar. Yep. Mm -hmm. You, know, you keep telling so, yourself. Yeah. yeah that, that's it. That's it. It's not a big deal. All right. Well, thank you, Paul, for being on. I appreciate you. Until next time. Bye. Okay. Bye. Chris is a new friend I've known for about a year. He runs the broadcast area at my church and loves guitar, pro audio, fixing things with his hands, talking gear, and David Gilmore. In the time I have gotten to know Chris, I have come to appreciate his deep knowledge of all things pro audio and how it works. The way he mixes the band is always dynamic and full sounding. I love his approach, eagerness to help, and intent on being useful. I think of Chris as a deep thinker. Sometimes I will show up to play and he asks me my thoughts about something I have never considered. That is pretty much how we ended up on the podcast twice. We often come to a similar conclusion, but approach it from completely different angles. 
After hearing an episode about me wanting to get back into pedals, he shared with me that he had well over 45 pedals and considered himself a junkie. It was at that time that I knew Chris was one of us and needed some therapy on the couch. Here are the four questions. Chris, thank you so much for being here, joining us for the 100th episode. So I'm going to ask you four questions. Alrighty. Let's get started. All right. The first question is, what do you like about the podcast? I like the podcast because it's an interesting format for really just two friends to be able to talk. I feel like we've gotten to know each other better yeah. by doing this. And I enjoy also listening to the podcast because I, I just like to hear what other people's thoughts on things are. And yeah, I mean, I, I do enjoy the podcast. Okay. So have you learned anything from the podcast? No, not really. I'm Perfect. just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, no, I've learned that honestly, I can speak through a podcast. I didn't realize I could do that because I've never done it before. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, one of the things I learned was through our episode where we talked about the strings. I really enjoyed that experience. I think I learned a lot. I learned I don't really care for those tiny strings, but <laughs> it was still a lot of fun. Yeah, it was It was a lot of fun. All right, let's go to the, the third question, which is, who's your favorite co-host? Uh, I would say Jason. Oh, sticking with the Texan. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I'm a Texan. He's a Texan. I don't know him. He always seems to have stories to tell, and yeah. I enjoy that. You know, I've probably learned more about country guitarists through just hearing him mention them than <laughs> I actually know. I'm Texan, but I've never really been that big into country. I mean, I yeah. like Willie Whalen and David Allen Coe, like some yeah. of those guys, but I'm not really too familiar with country. I've just enjoyed hearing Jason talk about things, and y'all seem to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so. lots of fun. Yeah. All right. So this brings us to our last question, mm -hmm. which is final thoughts on whatever. Like I said, I've enjoyed my time doing these podcasts, and I think it's cool that you've gotten to your 100th episode. Haven't listened to all of them, but I've listened to a few. Uh, I noticed at the start you were, uh, you were just doing it by yourself, and then you started bringing on more people. I was and, so lonely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I liked seeing how the... Uh, podcast has progressed and kind of excited to see where you go from here. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, thanks for being a part of this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Until next time for you. It is hard to believe that I have known Nick for about a decade. It all started because our kids needed a baseball coach. A few years later, we were sitting in a dugout after a victory. And I said, when I get home, this will call for a special drink. He looked over at me and said, what are you pouring? A couple of years later, and about a hundred baseball games later, I asked him to talk Metallica with me over a glass of blackened whiskey. Another few months later, we did it again over a glass of Bob Dylan's Heaven's Door. Now, he seems like an odd person to have on the podcast three times, mostly because he doesn't play a stringed instrument at all. In fact, he plays a wind instrument and was in marching band in college, which means he probably actually knows more music theory than anyone on the couch so far. But why would we have Nick on the podcast? Because he's a great friend, and I love his perspective on everything. He is a lover of music and approaches every question from an angle of the consumer of music. That, and he's fun to sip whiskey and ponder with. Here are his four questions. Sober. Nick, thank you for joining me for the 100th episode, and I have a few questions for you. Is that all right? Yeah. I'm first, glad to be here. It's a great honor to uh, be part of the 100th episode, and uh, so yeah, happy to answer your questions. All right. So question number one is, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? So I think for me, uh, it's hard to say like well, my one favorite thing about the podcast. What I've really enjoyed is a different aspect, a different take on the music, on the artist, just expanding horizons on the topic for each podcast. I mean, um, that's probably what I've really enjoyed as I've listened. Okay, then what have you actually felt you have learned from the podcast? I've learned interesting facts about artists. I've learned interesting facts about music and the stories behind the music, behind the art. It's been great to learn a different side of the story that otherwise I think would have been lost. Absolutely. So 
Next question. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite co-host? Well, let's see. Um, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Bob Dylan. <laughs> no, that's co-host. the whiskey we had. That's not a co-host. <laughs> But I feel like the amount of time that we've dedicated to Bob Dylan, he should be honorary co-host, and I would say is my favorite. Okay, co-host. <laughs> That's fair. Metallica and two Bob Dylans, of course, twice the time. I, I mean, right. okay, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. All right, and our last one is final thoughts about whatever. <laughs> final thoughts about whatever. Um, I think for me get a little sappy here so we first started talking about these podcasts and and doing this show when our kids were younger and on the same baseball team and we were coaching that baseball team Mm -hmm. and it was great to get together and drink it was great to get together and watch the kids play it was great to get together as families and and not always in that order by the way not always in that order in some combination (laughs) of, of those things and, you know, now we watch our kids as they go into high school and they play on the high school team together. Mm-hmm. And we've continued, even though rec and club baseball is in our past, we've continued to stay connected. And so to me, the podcast helps keep us together, bring us together and do life together, which I think is what it's all about. Totally. Thanks for being on this, Nick. Yeah. Honored to be here. For those of you who are parents out there, I believe we can all agree that we wish for our children to become better versions of ourselves. Owen, my now 14-year-old cork sniffer, is a better version of myself. Not as a musician, but as a person. He works harder in school, harder in sports, and grasps every concept faster. A brilliant mind. But my other child is similar to this as well. So why has Owen been on the podcast four and a half times? Because he loves guitar. How great is it to have a child who genuinely shares your passion? He has had some unique opportunities that I think most musicians don't get. He has slept on a tour bus. He gets to hang out with touring musicians a few times a year. He is in a youth band that plays a few times a month. He gets to touch gear that most musicians drool over. All of these experiences and a teenage mind. I'll be honest, I'm fascinated by what he might say. Let's ask the four questions. All right, well, Owen, thank you so much for being here on the couch to go ahead and answer the four questions. So, first question, what is your favorite thing about the podcast? My favorite thing about the podcast is probably just being able to sit down and talk about something that we usually wouldn't talk about in this type of detail all right next question what have you felt you learned uh i think i've learned how the podcast actually works and how the scheduling works how the recording works how to use some type of recording systems all right this is gonna be a tough one who is your favorite co-host So I'm between on this one because uh, Nick has been my baseball coach for seven-ish years, but Jeremy is also the fluffiest bunny. Very true. So I think I'm going to have to go with Nick because he's been my coach for seven years. Yeah, that's very true. All right. Last question. Final thoughts about whatever. First, if you're not from Texas and you've never experienced Whataburger, you're missing out. (laughs) Also, I'm excited to go back to LifeS this year and be a true fluffy white bunny. Yeah, that's right. Actually, I'm lead fluffy white bunny this year. So Yeah, so I get to ride around with you. I don't get a walkie-talkie yet, which is sad, but... You know, not for everybody. All right. Well, thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Yep. I had to save Jason for last. After all, he is the one that motivated me to treat this less like a hobby and more like a passion. He told me to start a podcast instead of a YouTube channel. He said I needed social media, so he set it up for me. He has been on the couch 35 times with me and twice in my YouTube videos. 
He is creative, funny, and a great friend. Of course, I am not a licensed mental therapist, but he is going to school to actually be one. He has a heart for people in need and the compassion to make a difference, but he also loves experiences. He is the guy that will pay the money to see the concert. He is the guy that will sneak into the club to meet the country star before the concert. He is the guy who buys a piece of gear to get a greater connection with his favorite player. He's the guy that will buy, sell, rebuy, sell again, and then borrow from me because he loves gadgets and the pursuit of tone. Jason is one of a kind and probably the one person on here that when I ask a question, I have no idea what he will say. Legit. No idea. It could be profound. It could be sarcastic. It could be off on a tangent. It could be about Uranus. Anything. So he is obviously a big reason for why this podcast has been so successful and why he is here, face down, on the couch. Let's ask the four questions. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being a part of the 100th episode. And I'm going to ask you four questions and rapid fire. Are you ready? I have never been so ready in my life. I am ready. This is our 100th episode. This is amazing. I know. I'm excited. It's amazing. Okay, I'm ready. Do you know how many times you've been on the podcast? Well, Kim was asking me that today. She goes, do you think you've been on about half? And I said, no, probably maybe like a third. I'd guess a third. 35. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. And I, yep. you know, I feel like okay. I feel like we created this together in some ways because I told you one day I was like, "You have to do this. You are great at it. You know a lot of stuff. Like, do it." And so, like most things, I encouraged it, and then I stepped away and let you do all the work. So, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a producer. I get yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm an idea man. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but that was not part of the four questions. So, okay. here are the four questions. All right, here we go. What is your favorite thing about the podcast? Oh, my favorite thing about the podcast is probably connecting with, like, I feel like you and I have this life together, but I feel like you have this other life up north of here. (laughs) And I feel like almost like you're like the Mason-Dixon line and we have combined worlds because I become friends with most everybody on the podcast on Facebook and kind of catch up with their lives now and... I, th- I think that's yeah. my favorite thing. I mean, I, I love listening and I love hearing everything, but gosh, one, I like making you laugh. That's one of my favorite things. Yep. But two, I love that I've gotten to know John and Barber and you know some of the other guys from the, the podcast. All right, next question is, okay. what have you felt you learned? Ooh. Well, I've definitely felt that I have a face for podcasting. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. It's without question. Um, I, you know what? Um, it's funny because I, I remember when we talked about doing this, it was before I started grad school, and mm-hmm. you came up with the idea of the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session, and I thought that's, that's, a really, that's clever. That's, that's cool. You know, I like it or whatever. And then the more I've learned about therapy through grad school, I've realized this really has been therapy for people. Like, it truly is guitar <laughs> yeah. therapy. And so... Yeah, I've just learned that that sometimes in therapy, you know, you don't have somebody telling you what to do. You learn about yourself. And I've learned about myself that I like certain things and I don't like other things. And so I've just not been on the buying spree that I used to. I've just, I have become content with myself. So I, it's, it's worked. It's ridiculous to even say that. It's ridiculous. (laughs) I haven't paid you a dime. Maybe I should. Nope. You know what? You paid me in time. I appreciate it. Yes. Time is valuable. All right, let's do the third question, which is, who yeah. is your favorite co-host? Gosh, I mean, I really like, I really love them all, but my favorite one is John. Yeah, just because I mean, he's so the other guys, you know, they they play music, and I mean, John's not even a guitar player; he's a left-handed drummer for crying out loud. But <laughs> I just feel like this guy, he's got a insight to the knowledge of the music industry and just hearing him talk about things and kind of the way things work and how festivals work has just really been, I've learned a lot from him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last question. All right. This is dangerous. Final thoughts about whatever. Final thoughts about whatever. Oh yes. I'm so sorry. I asked this. (laughs) 
My mind is racing a million different ways right now. I don't know why, but for some reason, Tracy Chapman just popped in my head. Yeah. Just give me one. No, stop it. I'm not going to do it. I see what you're just about to do. I don't know. I, for some reason, I was just sitting here and I was thinking, Tracy Chapman dreads. You know, when Tracy Chapman first came out, I, I couldn't decide whether it was a man or a woman. Little known fact. I, I don't even know what to say about this. <laughs> my final thoughts are this. We and and I feel like I've kind of taken too much credit for this through this short little interview. But my favorite thing is I feel like this all started because you and I would just talk about guitars like forever, and I'm sure you did with mm-hmm. everybody else too. But I just felt like it was our special little thing. I think we've been able to do that and share it with other people, which is cool. And I've I've had other people reach out to me, and they're like, I I love it. I listen to it, and I I really enjoy what you are talking about, and. I just think that you have made something that I would want to listen to, even if I didn't know you. And so my <laughs> final thoughts are, you're really good at this. You've got to, I think you, I've always said you've got a great voice for this. I just, I don't know. It's fun. I, I, it's one of those things I, I never seem to be able to find time for, especially lately. But every time I do it, I'm really glad I do it. Just because, you know, you've always, always been such a good friend to me. And I just... I don't know. I really appreciate it. I love hearing the other guys. I love hearing Owen. And I say the other guys and Beth as well. But listening to Owen talk and hearing him on his journey, I love it. It feels like a family reunion, and it just, it's been awesome. So I've I've loved it. I cannot believe it's been almost two years, year and a half. Almost three. Yeah, okay. I think COVID. I do. I think COVID for yeah, it I because know. it was a way for us to to keep in touch and it just feels like our big worlds have kind of gotten a little smaller. So I think that's really special. Yeah. And I love it. And I love you. And I love you and Uranus. You. My favorite planet as well. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. To close things up and create my own final thoughts, I have enjoyed the connections made over this journey. The only regrets I have are in the loss of time I get to play guitar and hang with my family because of doing the podcast. Otherwise, I appreciate all 78 countries and all 50 states that tune in each episode to join me and my friends. There have been over 27,000 plays of these nearly 100 episodes, and I owe that to all of you. Thank you for joining us on this 100th episode group therapy session on the Tweed Couch. Well, that's all the time we have for the Tweed Couch Guitar Therapy Session. If you like what you heard, make sure you leave five stars in a review. Also, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And remember, you are your greatest asset. Until next time.